Welcome to Varsity Voices, the 12-episode podcast series that gives student-athletes a platform to voice their personal experiences both on the field and in the classroom. Get ready as host Haley Johnson introduces a new guest each episode every Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. to dive deeper behind the factors that influence student-athlete success. So grab a snack, get comfortable, and get ready to hear some Varsity Voices. Welcome to episode three of Varsity Voices. I'm your host, Haley Johnson. We're very glad to have you back for another exciting episode. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Tanner Floyd, a retired student athlete who had a chance at playing D1 baseball, but didn't quite make it. In this episode, we'll discuss the uncontrollable obstacles that get in the way of student athletes. We'll get right to it, but first, just a quick message. Sports, an activity that showcases athletes' passion and skill. But what about the people watching? Join myself, Matt Kodrowski, every Friday at 4 for Fandemonium, the 12-episode podcast series that puts the fans in the spotlight. Find out what makes fans the heartbeat of the sports experience through their passion, pride, and dedication. Episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m. Listen at Roar Podcast Productions wherever you get your podcasts and join in on the Fandemonium. Tanner, welcome to Varsity Voices. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, we're very excited to have you. So we're just going to go ahead and get right to it. Tanner, if you will tell listeners a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from? What sport do you play? Uh, I'm originally from Barnesville, Georgia, and I uh, played baseball as my sport. How long were you playing baseball for? Um, since I was three years old. What made you choose baseball? Why did you go the baseball route? Uh, I'd say I grew up in a athletic family but they mainly played baseball were there any other sports that you played um all my girl cousins and mom and aunts they all played softball so softball and baseball kind of ran in the family you specifically did you play any other sports besides baseball no i tried basketball and soccer and football but i didn't go very long into it was it because your family played baseball and softball or was it more because baseball was what you were more skilled at i just wasn't interested in those sports so you played baseball pretty much all your life right yeah ever since you were three you said yeah so you played everything from t-ball to rec travel ball high school t-ball what you just said i mean i mean played every one of them when you were playing in high school what was it like at home dealing with academics and athletics at the same time i mean it was rough growing up with playing sports and doing school at the same time what was it like at home when you were playing baseball in high school i had to get a job why was that uh Got two younger sisters and felt like they needed that more than I did. So I went out and got me a job and started paying for some of my equipment that I needed and for me to get back and forth to school and get back and forth to baseball. When you say your younger sisters needed that more than you did, what exactly are you talking about when you say they needed that? They started playing sports and it was a little rough on my parents and so... I just told them to, you know, pay attention a little bit more towards them than me because I was of age. I had kind of had to grow up a little bit faster than normal people. Because you're the oldest in your family, right? Yes. What's the age gap between you and your sisters? I want to say with my middle sister, probably two or three years. And then my youngest sister, probably about 12. 12 year difference? 
Yeah. When you had to get a job in high school, where were you working at? I was working at a local mechanic shop down the road from the high school. Why did you choose that? Close to the house, close to the high school. Didn't really have to spend too much on fuel to get back and forth. So you said the money you made at your job went towards equipment? It went towards baseball equipment. I mean, the fuel to get back and forth. Um, A lot more towards the sport. I mean, that was only just for that. Do you feel like if you didn't have a job, you wouldn't have been able to play baseball because you were helping out your parents financially? I would say if I didn't have a job, I'd probably miss out on a lot of baseball practice and I wouldn't have the stuff that I needed to play the sport. When you were in baseball season through high school and you were also working a job, what did your typical schedule look like? I'd say it was go to school for two blocks, get out of school, go straight to work. Work till like three thirty four. shoot straight to the baseball fields at the high school, go straight to practice. I wouldn't get home till 9, 9.30, 10. Just depends on if some nights I'd go and work out and practice a little bit more on myself. Was there ever a time you had to miss baseball practice in order to go to work to kind of cover the financial burdens? No, I'd never missed a baseball practice, I would say, because with my job, my boss and me were pretty good, and he was pretty good at keeping me being able on my shifts to make it to baseball practice unless I was in the hospital or sick to where I couldn't practice at all. When it came to your teachers in the classroom, how did they handle you missing class time in order to get on the bus and go to baseball games? Most of my teachers were cool with it besides one teacher. What happened? Um, Let's just say one of my teachers failed me. On purpose? On purpose, yes. How'd she do that? Uh, I don't think she liked me very well. Were you a bad student? No, I wouldn't say I was a bad student. Um, She just had a problem with me leaving to go and get on the bus if we had a away game or if the coaches wanted to start practice a little early. Yeah, I know certain teachers aren't okay with student athletes putting their sport before class. They expect them to be in class and potentially miss out on their game that they have to go to to make it to class. I mean, yeah, she was about the only teacher I had a problem with. She did not like me at all. Did it affect your time on the baseball field? Like, were you not allowed to play because you had failed? No, so we ended up finding out she failed me on purpose, but at the time... The principal said, well, there's nothing we can do because it was already too late. So they signed me up for something to do in the mornings. It was like a grade repair is what they called it. So I'd get up in the mornings and just go do that. I do it after school sometimes. All right, listeners, we're going to take a short break, but keep listening. We'll be right back with Varsity Voices. Hello, beautiful people. Have you ever wanted to learn more about how disabilities and chronic illnesses are advocated on social media? Well, tune in to Digital Activism, hosted by Caden Nelms, every Friday at 5. Each week, Caden will have a guest talk about their experiences seeing activism on social media and even how they themselves advocate online. New episodes will be available every Friday at 5 on all major podcast streaming platforms. Welcome back to Varsity Voices. I'm your host, Haley Johnson. On this episode, we have been talking to Tanner Floyd, a retired student athlete who had a chance at a D1 
baseball scholarship but didn't quite make it. We've kind of been discussing a little bit about Tanner's background, where he's from, and now we're going to dive deep into more of his potential college experience. Tanner, I just want to ask you, how do you think your work ethic helped you both on the baseball field as well as in the classroom? I would say my work ethic was pretty good on the field. I mean, I trained a lot for baseball. Um, Classroom, it was pretty easy for me. I mean, I got all cool with the teachers, so, and they helped me a lot. So, I mean, baseball was everything to me. So, I put baseball before school, which I probably shouldn't have done because I was pushing it in class a little bit. Like you were going to fail? I wouldn't say I wasn't going to fail, but I didn't like my grades at the time. What did your grades look like? I had high C's, um, but really and honestly, I wanted to have B's and A's, which I finally got to that point. So you were basically making grades just good enough to be able to play baseball? Yes, until about my 11th grade year, I wanted to have A's and B's to be able to have the hope to go play college ball. Did you make those A's and B's? I did. So high school ball's coming to an end. You're starting to begin the recruiting process for college. Um, what made you want to go to college? Uh, I'd say with my dad trying out for the Macon Braves um, and my uncle trying out for the Macon Braves as well. Um, they didn't get to a chance to play college ball, so... And then I had a cousin that ended up playing tra- college ball. I was about the only other one that was leading more towards trying to play college ball. And I had a bunch of friends that went out and played college baseball. So I wanted to give it a chance. Was your desire to go play college ball because of your dad and uncle being unsuccessful and being able to play for the Macon Braves? Um, I wouldn't... I don't know. I mean, it was always a dream for me to play college ball. And it was always a dream for me to try and make it to the MLBs. I mean, that was my dream since I was a little kid playing it. So you're in the recruiting process in high school. Who reached out to you college-wise? I had a couple of colleges. Um, I had one that was in California. I can't remember the name of it, but I was not moving to California. (laughs) Why was that? Uh, that place is not for me and that's not my type of place and stuff like that. Understandable. Um, at Piedmont actually sent me a recruiting, but kind of turned it down. Didn't go to their camp. So I was like, uh, okay. Why not? Um, at the time their baseball team wasn't all that, but now that I see that they've came up a little bit, but by the, that time, I was just like, no, I'm going to try for a better school. And then I had an offer for um, Gordon State down where I'm from. Um, that was just like a backup school if I couldn't make it to a D1 school. So, And then I went out to a tournament and uh, had Clemson come out and watch me and they loved me so they ended up giving me an offer and 
kept watching me and came out to a bunch of tournaments that I played in, and then they decided they wanted to come watch one of my high school games. You accepted the D1 offer, but you didn't go play at Clemson, right? No, I did accept their offer, but I ended up not being able to go play there. Why? What happened? Uh, I was in a car wreck that happened my 11th grade year, I think. May have been a little bit earlier than than that. I can't exactly remember, but that happened and uh, messed up my knee pretty bad in that car wreck. So that ended up kind of messing with that offer. What did they say when they found out you had messed up your knee and you weren't potentially going to be the same player that they saw before your car wreck? They just told me they weren't really for sure if they wanted me because of my knee injuries that I had. They didn't want to take the chance of me coming on, playing, and uh, messing it up even more. And then they're down a player, and they didn't want to redshirt me. I mean, it's heartbreaking for student-athletes who go through injuries like that because you can't do anything about it. I mean, you can't stop it. You can't prevent it. I mean, there's things that you can do in the weight room to help, like, with knee prevention. I know I've done that as a student athlete before, but when it comes to a car accident, I mean, you can't do anything about that. And it sucks because it wasn't because you weren't good enough. You couldn't go play at Clemson. It's just an obstacle that was uncontrollable for you that took that away for you. And yeah, there's, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. And it really sucks. I mean, they offered to do knee surgery and, uh, I told them, I denied the knee surgery. Me and my dad both did. We sat down and talked about it if they wanted, if we wanted to do knee surgery. And I was just like, no, because it was a 50-50 chance. An athlete coming back to their full potential after an injury, especially an injury that was as severe as yours, especially knee injuries, because, I mean, most sports, you need your knees. I mean, yeah, I mean... Because with me being a catcher behind the plate, you've got to have good knees. I mean, by the end of you aging, your knees are going to get worse. Yeah, but I mean, when you're fresh out of high school going to college, like you're kind of in your prime time and they're wanting to sign you right then and there because you're healthy. And as soon as that's taken away from you and that's something you can't control, they're like, oh, we're kicking you to the curb. There's however many more catchers that we're looking at and they don't have any injuries we're going to take a chance on them instead of you yeah i mean i even told them like give me time work the knee out i worked the knee out a lot um but i also had to be careful with that due to with the wreck because we were suing the insurance and so i had to be cautious about working out because They had people coming out, watching me, seeing what I was doing with my knee, to seeing if I was lying about my knee injury, which I had all medical work saying that I had a knee injury. But I worked my knee out every single day to see if I can get it stronger. I did get it stronger, but but not not strong enough. You lost your scholarship to Clemson. Ultimately, that led you to the decision of not going to college at all, even though you can still go to college to earn an education, but you specifically were pursuing college 
to play baseball. I wanted to go to the school and be, I can't remember what class it was that I wanted to take, but I wanted to be a physical therapist. If you could go back in time and make the decision to go to college to pursue being a physical therapist, would you do it? You know, I ask that question every single day to myself. Um, I have times where I wish I could go back and do it all over again. Um, But I think at the time, I was looking more towards playing baseball for a school. Um, But I chose not to, and I chose to give that going to college up and just being like, okay, I'm done. I mean, because what I was looking at at the time um, was – If it wasn't baseball, then I wasn't going to school. Where are you at in your life now after not pursuing college? Um, I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I have a good job. Uh, I work for Strack. I run heavy equipment. So, Do you enjoy it? I love it. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, we'll recap today's episode and find out who will be featured on Varsity Voices Episode 4. Hey, ever wondered what happens when a sports fan has a mic in their face? We'll tune in on Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. for Pardon My Overmodulating, the loud and proud sports talk show hosted by Matt Kudrowski. Every show features bold takes, fiery passion, and a chance for you to join in on the debate. So mark your calendar, set an alarm, do anything to make sure you don't miss Pardon My Overmodulating every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. hosted by Matt Kudrowski on C98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Welcome back, listeners, to Varsity Voices. On this episode, we have been talking with Tanner Floyd. We talked about the uncontrollable obstacles that get in student-athletes' way and how sometimes you can't prevent those things from happening. Tanner, I just kind of want to wrap up here and ask you one last question. What advice would you give an aspiring student-athlete who lost their scholarship but is considering still going to college? Well, I would say if you have the chance to play ball and do school at the same time I would say chase your dreams I'd give it all you have um if you ever lose your scholarship to play ball I would always I would say give it a chance and go and try school out and see how it is just because you don't go to school and play ball doesn't mean you can't go to school Well, Tanner, thank you so much for being on this episode of Varsity Voices. I really enjoyed having you on and discussing your time in baseball. Thank you. Ready to hear more Varsity Voices? Episode 4 will feature student athlete Leo Galarza, a sport communications major and men's tennis player at Piedmont University. Thank you for listening to Varsity Voices, hosted by Haley Johnson. Join us next time to hear a new guest speak on their personal journey and experiences as a student athlete. Expect new episodes every Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.